Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, music from the television show The Heights from 1992. On October 4th, 1990, Fox debuted their new teen drama series, Beverly Hills 90210. The show followed a group of friends in Beverly Hills, California, as they transitioned from high school into their adult lives. The series was produced by legendary Hollywood producer Aaron Spelling. Spelling had been the producer behind classic TV shows like Charlie's Angels, The Love Boat, and Dynasty. Through his production company, Spelling Television, Aaron Spelling holds the record as the most prolific television producer in American TV history, having 218 producer and executive producer credits. Beverly Hills 90210 would make household names out of Jason Priestley, Luke Wilson, Shannon Doherty, and Tori Spelling. It would end up running for 10 seasons. But it had a rough start. The first season finished at just number 88 in the rankings. But the show would gain popularity during the summer of 1991, when Fox aired a special eight-episode summer season of the show while most other TV shows were in reruns. When the show returned in the fall, it jumped huge in the ratings, and it became one of Fox's top shows. Brenda, we need to tell you something else. Well, I don't want to hear it. I've heard enough. Well, you're going to have to, Brent, because neither one of us can stand to lie to you anymore. This summer, while you were in Paris? Look, I told you I was with the girl, right? Kelly was the girl. You guys were my friends. I loved you. I trusted you both. Brenda, please. We didn't plan this, Brent. No, of course you didn't plan it, Dylan. You just let it happen. Season two performed so well that actor Grant Show appeared in several episodes toward the end of the season as Jake Hansen, the love interest of Jenny Garth's character, Kelly. And this was actually done to set up a spinoff of 90210. Melrose Place debuted on Fox July 8, 1992. The show followed the lives of characters living in an apartment complex at 4616 Melrose Place in West Hollywood, California. Once again, Aaron Spelling was the executive producer. You ran out of coffee, right? Natalie is gone. She and all of her things have disappeared. Maybe she was kidnapped. Oh, come on, Matt. Who would want Natalie? Space aliens. You, you read about it all the time. Thank you for your help. The Melrose Place premiere drew 16 million viewers, and it finished at number 19. TV Guide and People magazine immediately featured the show on their covers after its premiere. Aaron Spelling was on a hot streak. So, just under two months later, Fox would debut the next Aaron Spelling series. But before I go into that show, let's rewind back to 1991 for a second. <laughs> The Commitments is one of the best films I've seen in a long, long time. It's a loud, rollicking, comic extravaganza. 
A 10 plus, a totally unique film. There's no resisting the commitments. A film with a sound so potent it could probably liberate the world. The Commitments. The Commitments was a 1991 musical comedy drama film directed by Alan Parker based on a novel of the same name by Roddy Doyle. It was about a group of aspiring musicians who form a soul band in Dublin called The Commitments. The film would underperform in the U.S., but in the U.K., it won four BAFTA awards. According to Billboard, the success of The Commitments inspired Aaron Spelling to come up with a TV series with a similar premise set in America. Spelling's new show would debut on Fox on August 27, 1992. I just came by to tell you that I can't make rehearsal tonight. Maybe not for a while. When it rains, it pours. What's going on, Stan? Got the scholarship to the conservatory. I can't believe it. Stan. Congratulations. Oh, Stan, it's a great honor to be accepted to that place. Congratulations. Thank you. So, what are we saying here? Guess I'm saying, I don't know, that I'll, I'll be leaving the band. Leaving? If I go, yeah. The Heights was created by Eric Roth and Tony Spiridakis. And just two years after The Heights debuted... Eric Roth would write the screenplay for Forrest Gump. And that's all I have to say about that. A TV series about a band needs a soundtrack. So, on October 12, 1992, music from the television show The Heights was released on Capitol Records. These are the kids of Melrose Heights. 90210-2402. The show's cast actually did all of their own singing. So I'll get into more of the cast as I go through the tracks. For the album's opener, I'm Still on Your Side, it's sung by the show's main character, Alex O'Brien, played by James Walters, sometimes referred to as Jamie Walters. The song was written by Journey and bad English keyboardist Jonathan Kane, cold chisel vocalist Jimmy Barnes, and Canadian songwriter Jim Valance, who's best known as being Brian Adams' songwriting partner. I'm Still on Your Side was also released as a single. Emotions ran high and the words were strong Heard the screen door slam and you were gone You can't win a fight you don't understand I wake up alone up next is Rearview Mirror. No, not the Pearl Jam song. This one was written by Danny Tate and Diesel. And no, not the former WWE wrestler. This Diesel is a singer-songwriter and the brother-in-law of Jimmy Barnes, who I just spoke of. Danny Tate has written songs for Leonard Skinner, Patti LaBelle, The Oak Ridge Boys, Billy Ray Cyrus, and The Fabulous Thunderbirds. Rearview Mirror is sung by Sean Thompson, who played J.T. Banks on the show. James Walters is back to sing lead again on So Hot. It's the one song on the album that he also wrote. Steve Tyrell, the show's music supervisor, 
was hired even before any of the actors had been cast for the pilot. He told Billboard, quote, Jamie Walters came in to audition in my studio and played a song called So Hot on guitar. I immediately loved the sound of his voice and the hooky, bluesy licks. I called Spelling and said, you should hire this guy. He looks like James Dean and sounds like Brian Adams. And he can act. End quote. Mama, don't you go slow. Every time I I step to the line, I go down. I'm down in the wild. It's so hot now. It's so hot. And speaking of Steve Tyrell, not only did he also produce this album, he's also one of the co-writers of the next song, which is quite the story. He wrote the song How Do You Talk to an Angel, along with his wife, Stephanie Tyrell, who was the one who came up with the song's title, plus Barry Coughing. The following is from Billboard. It reads, Soon after the pilot was filmed, Tyrell was at a party when a man stepped up to him and congratulated him on the song he had written for the show. He said, I think it's a smash. And I said, Man, you made my day. He told me, I'm going to have my father-in-law call you, and went away. Curious, Tyrell asked another party guest who the man was, and he said, That's Jamie Kellner, the head of Fox, you idiot. And I said, Who's his father-in-law? And he replied, Joe Smith. Tyrell knew Joe Smith was the president of Capitol Records. The next day, Smith called and wanted to know if Tyrell could have an entire soundtrack album ready to come out in the fall to coincide with the series' premiere. Fox then sent a dat tape of the song to the program director at WEGX in Philadelphia. He added the song, and it became one of the station's most requested songs. Soon after, New York's Z100 added the song, also leading to heavy requests. The song hadn't even officially been released as a single yet, and that would finally happen on September 5th, 1992. The song would eventually find its way to the charts in October, but ratings for the TV show were still very poor. The song then became the show's theme song. It wasn't originally the theme song, but more on that in a bit. How Do You Talk to an Angel hit number one on November 14, 1992. It was the first time a song from a TV show had gone to number one since the Miami Vice theme song did it back in 1985. It was also the first time a fictitious band had gone to number one since the Archies did it back in 1969. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. How Do You Talk to an Angel would also go gold and be nominated for an Emmy. And the song was sung by James Walters. And here he is talking about its success on VH1's One Hit Wonders. I think that song going number one and the fact that I sang it and the fact that I was getting a lot of attention. There were some other cast members that were a little bit jealous about that. Falling star 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Skipping ahead, we have a song called Common Ground. It's another song written by the Tyrells and Barry Coffing, but this one is sung by Charlotte Ross, who played Hope Linden on the TV show. Before the Heights, she was already a two-time Daytime Emmy Award nominee for her role as Eve Donovan on the NBC soap opera Days of Our Lives. She would later play Detective Connie McDowell on NYPD Blue from 2001 to 2004. The album even features a cover song. Feeling Alright is a song written by Dave Mason of the band Traffic back in 1968. Their version was released as a single, but it didn't chart. The next year, Joe Cocker had better success with the song, going to number 69. Nice. This version of Feeling Alright was sung by Alex Desaire, who played a character oddly named Stan Lee. Since the heights, Desaire went on to have roles in shows like Boy Meets World, The Flash, and Becker. After the George Floyd protests in 2020, he started voicing Carl Carlson and Lou on The Simpsons. Desaire is also one of the lead singers of the ska reggae band Hepcat. Natalie is a song that was sung by Zachary Throne, who played Lenny Wykowski. Two years before the Heights, Throne appeared on another notoriously short-lived music series, Cop Rock. Natalie was written by fellow cast member Ken Garrido, who played Arthur Dizzy Mazzelli. Natalie was also one of the B-sides on the How Do You Talk to an Angel single. Natalie, oh, she's pretty. 
ship, I'm leaving. No one to bury my bones. On a plane, oh, she's sleeping. No one to read my poems. As of lately. And speaking of Ken Garrido, he takes the lead vocal for just one song, Strongest Man Alive. I know I love her. Facts come cracking like a broken back And my legs wanna run till the land meets the sky Then she smiles Then she cries Then she screams at me And it's clear I'm not the strongest man alive The list of session musicians on this album is pretty insane. It features bassist Leland Sklar, who I'm not even going to try to list his credits. He's played with seemingly everyone. Just go to his Wikipedia page and you'll be blown away at how far down you have to scroll to see who all he's played with. And he's not even the only bassist on the album. There's also Freddie Washington, who I've talked about on the show before. He played bass on Eddie Murphy's How Could It Be album, plus a million other things. There's drums from John J.R. Robinson, who, according to his website is widely considered the most recorded drummer in history, playing on albums that have sold well over 500 million copies. He's the drummer on 20 number one pop songs by artists like Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Lionel Richie, and Steve Winwood. And he's been the drummer on over 50 Grammy-winning songs. There's just too many big names to mention. Guitarist Michael Landau, saxophonist Dave Koz, and Billy Preston. Yeah, the Billy Preston plays some piano on this album. All these years, I just thought there was no love in your heart. Only hate, that's all I saw. I didn't understand that the The album's closer is a song called Friendship. When the TV series first debuted, Friendship was the theme song. That would eventually be overtaken by How Do You Talk to an Angel. Friendship was written by Jeff Kalman, Jay Gruska, and Mike Finnegan, who also played piano on the song. Friendship was sung by Alex Desaire. I believe in you And when your dreams Despite having a huge number one hit song, The Heights, the TV series, would only end up lasting for just 12 episodes. A 13th was shot but never aired. The show was canceled just about a week after How Do You Talk to an Angel went to number one. The final episode aired on November 26th, 1992. But The Heights wasn't the only TV show about a fictional band in 1992. And it wasn't even the only one that Steve Tyrell worked on. He also wrote songs for the NBC Saturday morning teen sitcom California Dreams. But that is for another time.
Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.